Welcome to the second season of the Girl About the Globe podcast. Our season will now be weekly and a new podcast episode will be live every single Monday morning. So to kick off season two, in this week's episode of the Girl About the Globe podcast, I'm talking about how you can be a conscious traveller. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Conscious travel is a mindfulness for the world and its people whom we encounter upon our travels. It's about thinking differently about the way that we travel, changing our values and perceptions of the world and seeing a destination for a local's eyes. The world is changing as people's mindsets are shifting and consciously waking up. No longer content with mass tourism, people are becoming more value conscious and are seeking meaningful experiences, wanting to immerse themselves within their surroundings to establish longer lasting connections and gain a better understanding of the world and its people. People want to return home from a trip feeling enlightened and transformed. Conscious Travel's goal is to create a sustainable travel economy that gives something back to communities through local guides and provides the traveller with an authentic experience, not just a holiday. Whether that's through wellness and spirituality, eco or sustainable travel, travelling consciously will make a positive impact on the world and enrich the lives of everyone we meet along the way, one footprint at a time. With travel becoming more of a necessity, it's important to know how to travel consciously. Why conscious travel is important? Travel and tourism generates over $7 trillion globally, but unfortunately not all communities benefit from the money that tourism generates. It can damage local communities with locals being outpriced from their homes or goods or services being too expensive as prices increase to cater for tourists. Jobs can be seasonal and employees may even make less than minimum wage. Profits generally go to the larger international companies who may not have sustainable practices, meaning that the local community doesn't benefit. But when tourism is done right, it creates a positive change in the world. Therefore, conscious travel is seen as a catalyst for change, lessening the negative impact of the tourist industry so that travel benefits communities which may otherwise be impoverished and exploited. When we talk about conscious travel, we're not advising against travelling. Instead, it's about how we can streamline and funnel our travels so that it benefits those who need it the most. It's about being mindful of what we do, what we buy and how we interact with others. It's our responsibility to be aware of where money is going. It's important to have mindfulness and respect of people's lives and do everything that we can to help. When we travel, we unwittingly become ambassadors for our countries, giving locals an impression of those of our nationality. It's a chance to learn from others and teach them about ourselves, even through just a brief encounter. As travellers, we need to be more conscious of the realities of the lives of people in countries around the globe. It's about looking beyond what we're told or shown and finding out the reality for ourselves, funneling our travels to benefit those who most need it. How we can make a difference. Number one, the first way to become a conscious traveller is by reading books or blogs that educate us about the local culture before we travel. Knowing and respecting the culture is so important. Number two, buying artisan products from local sellers, especially homemade instead of from shopping malls, This also helps preserve their cultural heritage and it includes souvenirs so avoid buying anything made from endangered species or hardwoods, including coral. Number three, 
eating in local restaurants and buying food from street vendors instead of international chain restaurants to help support the local businesses. Number four, use local tour guides and tip them afterwards. Ensure that any indigenous or slum tourism tour filters some of the money back into the community as projects such as education. Visit programmes which help support both economic and social growth within the community and help empower women with micro-lending programmes, for example. This way you can participate in an authentic cultural experience, knowing that your money is helping those who need it the most. Number five, you can be a conscious traveller by not taking advantage of locals, by bartering too much. Just remember that a few dollars to us may be a week's food to them. Number six, stay in small locally owned accommodations such as guest houses or B&Bs or look at a homestay where you can learn about their culture and vice versa. During your stay, keep your water use as low as you can and turn off the tap and lights when you're not using them. Number seven, instead of buying from large supermarkets, buy from smaller locally owned shops and at farmers markets if they hold them in the place that you're going to. Number eight, Minimise your footprint by being mindful of the local environment. Use public transport such as buses or walk or cycle. If you are taking a flight, then look at the carbon footprint calculator where you can plant trees for the flight that you've just taken. Number nine, be careful where you put your litter and the packaging which you buy. Recycle when you can. Take a water filter to save you buying plastic bottles. And number 10, Cruise ships can be quite damaging for the economy and for the environment, with some using their own tours so the locals don't really gain from the mass tourism which takes over their islands. Venice is a huge example of this. Avoid taking large cruises or staying in all-inclusive properties. And finally, beware of any volunteering agencies which don't operate ethically. Volunteering in schools or orphanages can often do more harm than good. Westerners only being with them for one or two weeks can mean that the children form attachment issues, which makes it hard with such an influx of ongoing volunteers. Eco-travel. Eco-travel focuses on conservation to promote an awareness of the environment and the world that we live in. It's a commitment and awareness of natural surroundings through energy efficiency and water conservation to reduce the amount of waste and emissions as we travel. By acting responsibly within protected sites and natural areas, we can protect the local environment and wildlife, leaving it as untouched as it was before. Primarily focused on our impact on the planet, eco-travel is a way of protecting our planet for future generations by travelling with maximum adventure and minimum impact. Lodges, hotels and hostels are becoming more energy efficient, installing solar power and improving the conservation and natural habitat of their nature-based surroundings while educating the traveller of ecological values and their environmental responsibility. Companies can help to improve the lives of local communities by supporting indigenous trade and community projects and creating employment opportunities for local people. Staying in an eco-lodge doesn't mean sacrificing home comforts either, as many lodges offer luxury accommodation while doing their bit for the environment. How can I be an eco-traveller? Respect the local culture and protect heritage by paying entrance fees to national parks. Use local accommodation and tour guides or companies which do. Reduce the amount of air travel within countries or fly point to point. Use public transport such as trains or buses to travel over land. Buy local goods and merchandise. And respect the environment. Don't touch any coral while snorkelling and dispose of litter properly. Fair trade. Fair trade is a way of sourcing products from local people to enable them to use their skills to earn a livable wage without fear of exploitation. It encourages fair treatment and sustainability for farmers and workers 
Within the developing world, it's a way of creating opportunities for local people who struggle to compete with the multi-organisations and industry giants. Fair trade is a responsible approach to travel and tourism, from cotton and coffee and chocolate farmers to tribal women crafting unique statues or pieces of jewellery. Money that is made is often used for bicycles and new wells to provide water to a village, ensuring that the whole community benefits from the partnerships. For a responsible traveller, buying fair trade means buying products in line with their values, therefore helping to improve the quality of traditional life all over the world by supporting local agriculture and promoting self-sustainability, rather than importing products from another region or country. Many food products now use the fair trade logo and larger companies are understanding the need to work with local producers. Products can range from organic cotton to coffee and food. Over 1,000 farmers in Africa, Asia and South America benefit from Starbucks fair trade coffee and others are following in their carbon footprints. Look for the fair trade logo on products. Responsibilities of fair trade. Fair trade sets out to help locals to get a fairer price for their produce and work reduce exploitation of child labour, ensure that working conditions are safe, create new opportunities for poor villagers and protect local producers with checks on trading practices. You may not think it, but you act as an ambassador for your country when you travel. If you're venturing off the beaten track, you may be the first person from your country that locals have seen, so it's really important to leave a good lasting impression. Learning some of the language, even just a few phrases, can make a difference and break down the cultural barrier. Getting frustrated with people because they can't understand you does not bode well in a foreign country. So be patient with those who don't understand. The same goes for disrespecting their customs, even though it may be unintentional. Some gestures that we take for granted are considered rude in other cultures. Touching someone's head in Thailand, displaying public scenes of affection in Dubai, and even blowing your nose in China is unacceptable. Observing the locals and how they interact with each other is a good way to learn but make sure that you know the local etiquette on what you should or shouldn't do before you travel to ensure that you don't offend or have any embarrassing situations. Culture Smart are a range of guides with essential information on attitudes, beliefs and behaviours for various countries. They make you aware of the common courtesies, the sensitive issues and the basic manners before you arrive at your destination. There are almost 100 countries in their series. If you don't want to buy a book, then Culture Crossing covers cultural etiquette for each country, including gender issues, personal space and gestures. It's a really sad reality, but travel to third world countries and you need to be prepared for the begging that you may encounter. As tempting as it is, don't give to begging children. Many are known to be exploited and even pulled out of school because it's more profitable to beg from tourists. Some may even have been human trafficked, and the money could end up in the hands of people who have an ulterior motive rather than putting food on the table. As an example, children in Peru regularly run to the train that leads to Aguas Caliente, the town before Machu Picchu. They risk their lives hanging from the train as it's moving, while tourists throw money out of the windows. If we give to begging children, it will only enforce their dependency on tourists and make the situation worse. So how can you help? You can find a local project within the country which works directly with street kids and donates money, clothes and books instead. Take time to talk with them and learn how to count to 10 in their local language or teach them in yours. As tempting as it may seem, don't hand out sweets as it can cause major tooth decay in some countries that don't have good dentistry, especially in Africa and the Maasai tribes. When visiting tribes or local communities, make sure that they're open to travellers and are part of a community-based programme that benefits the community. Visiting local tribes through a responsible company can pay for school fees, water supplies and help sustain their way of life. 
If you've booked through a tour to visit a hill tribe, then ensure that they have a good track record with the tribe and that some of your tour fees will go towards helping the community. Some can be more of a human zoo, with displays of cultural activities put on for tourists, so check the ethics of the tour company beforehand. Organisations who employ local guides develop more of a trust with the local community, who will welcome you into their homes. You may be really intrigued about the local town that you're in and want to find out more about the children and the way of life, but don't just turn up at an orphanage or visit a school wanting to observe them from afar, a term known as poverty tourism. If you want to visit one, you should make a prior arrangement for a local company where interaction with the children is monitored. Just turning up and looking can do so much more harm than good. Bringing a souvenir back from your travels is second nature, and most of us wouldn't think twice about buying a knockoff designer bag to take home. But when you consider what your hard-earned cash may be funding, this may make you think twice. Buying fake goods funds organised crime and even terrorist organisations. And if you get found of illegal goods, you run the risk of being prosecuted. It may seem like a bargain, but really, is it worth it? The same applies to goods made from animals. Products made from endangered species, such as ivory, rhino horn or reptile skin, can still be found on the black market. So avoid buying any type of animal products to prevent further animal cruelty. It all sounds so doom and gloom, and you may be wondering what you can buy. The general rule of thumb is that if you're not sure where it's come from or who's made it, then just don't buy it. Some goods are also made in poor working conditions. Some sweatshops have illegal child labour, so you don't know who's making it behind the scenes. As long as there is supply and demand, they will continue to manufacture the goods. Buying local goods from someone who's making it there and then is the best option, or not buying it at all. Your carbon footprint. Our carbon footprint is the amount of carbon dioxide that is emitted into the atmosphere through our actions. The more energy we use, the worse it is for the environment. Flying is one of the worst culprits and has a large impact on the environment. And although it seems ironic to be watching our carbon footprint when we travel to a country by plane, there are ways to make it greener when you're there. You can fly short haul instead. Look at fuel efficient airlines. Some no fuel airlines say they're more friendly to the environment, such as EasyJet. Travel overland when you're there using buses or trains. Walk or cycle instead of using motorised transport. Cut out meat and become vegetarian. The best way to reduce your carbon footprint is to use less energy. But if you can't, you can lessen the impact of any flights and reduce your carbon footprint by offsetting your carbon emissions through the Carbon Footprint website. Useful websites, Carbon Footprint, Conscious Travel, Ethical Traveller, Fairtrade Foundation and World Expeditions, which has the Responsible Travel Guidebook. Responsible travel companies help fund local projects and employ Indigenous people as local guides. They are improving destinations to provide a sustainable future for local communities and their future generations. If you can, using a responsible travel company will have a better impact on the country that you're travelling to and also enhance your experience while you're there. The following is a list of responsible travel companies. Africa Travel Company, Explore, G Adventures, Intrepid Travel, Reality Tours and Travel, Responsible Travel, Travel the Unknown, Tribes Travel, Undiscovered Destinations, Wild Frontiers and World Expeditions. Did you know that nearly half of the world's population lives on less than $2.50 a day? Just by making a few small changes, you can really enhance your trip and allow your money to be funneled back into the local community. These are just some of the ways in which you can make conscious choices as you travel. It only takes a few conscious choices to really make a difference and help us to enrich the lives of others on our journeys. 
Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.